Hello, everybody. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says podcast. Number episode, uh, This is episode number 374. It's a little bit late because I had a little bit of a vocal issue and I want the podcast to sound like that with gargling with, you know, with gravel. Uh, but I'm back to my normal silky smooth tones, as you can hear. <laughs> and I'm recording this really late at night. Normally, when I record this podcast, it's either in the afternoon or in the early evening, but I'm recording this. It's almost 12 o'clock on the 19th of August. It's really, really late for me to be recording this, but I just wanted to get this over with. I was going to, you know, um, you know, because it's, it's a little bit later. I might've even waited until the regular day to record this, but I'm going to record this right now because I want to talk to you about something that happened to me recently. And it's really, you know, sometimes things actually cause you discomfort uh, I wouldn't say pain, but discomfort. And you realize that the thing happened a long time ago, but it was so bad that it just makes you feel ill when you be when you're made aware of it in the present. And I'll explain what I'm talking about. I ran into an old girlfriend of mine, somebody I was with for a little while. I mean, we weren't married or anything like that. I've never been married, but we were seeing each other for a while. And usually when you start seeing each other for a certain period of time, that's where it leads to. Right. So we're doing our thing and it was it was it was fun and we had a great time and everything was wonderful. And it just ended abruptly. I mean, just out of nowhere. It was one day, literally the day before. Tee hee hee. Everything's great. Tee hee hee. And then all of a sudden, you get a phone call. And when I say you, I mean me. And you get a phone call. Um, This is not working for me. I can't do this anymore. Click. And it was just so abrupt. And it was so abrupt, I figured that maybe she was mad or something like that. And I didn't really take it that seriously. But I said, you know, let me call her back up and see what's going on. There's got to be a reason she's, she's doing this. And I call back. And the conversation it was like everything, every bit of life that existed in the relationship, everything that made the couple, meaning us, a couple, I could hear it had already died on her end, right? It was almost like she was reading or reciting something to a stranger. It had all the emotion of someone reading a hostage note, right? And then she gone, right? And it was such a cold soul-ripping coldness there that I didn't even bother to pursue it after that. It was just to the point where I'm going, even if the simple fact that you ha- you are capable of being that way toward me tells me that this is not someone I want to be with anymore. Even though I invested some time with this person, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I'm not even going to talk to this person. Just, you know, if she decides to get back to me, that's okay. But I'm not going to pursue that. And even if she gets back to me, I'm going to I'm going to just say you you were right to end this thing because, you know, this is just wrong. We never spoke again. I didn't even know what happened to her. She didn't know what happened to me. And I wished her the best because I wish that I wish the best of human beings just in general. Fast forward a decade and change. I'm in a store in New Jersey. And I see a familiar face. I think it's a familiar face. I'm not sure. It looks like a familiar face. Is that her? Now, 10 years has gone by and people change in 10 years. I'm proud to say that over the past 10 years, I have not changed that much. Much. My hair's a little grayer. 
That is true, but I basically look the same as I did 10 years ago. And I know that a lot of people in my family are baby faces and they look a lot younger than they actually are. Um, that's a good thing. But she's a lot different. But I th- there's enough that makes me think that that's her. But I'm not going to approach her anything like that. I mean, that, that, that was such a long time ago. There's really no need that she noticed me great. And as I said, I don't look much different. And now she's coming this way. And she's smiling. Okay, this is good. Well, you know, it's been 10 years, you know. I mean, you know, uh, it's really not that big of a deal. Well, I'll just say hello and we'll do the little cordial thing. Then I'll get the rest of my crap and I'll get out of here. Hey, yes, Anthony, how's it going? And I'm going, okay, well, she seems pleasant enough. I mean, uh, last time uh, I talked to her, she was, you know, basically, uh, you know, being ridiculously rude and mean to me and basically throwing me into a trash can and throwing urine bags on me, metaphorically speaking. But, you know, it is what it is. Ten years goes by. People change in ten years. It's not that big of a deal. I'm a different person now. I'm sure she's a different person now. There's no reason to hold a grudge. I'm just going to be my regular, uh, have a good time with whatever any person I meet type stuff. It's not a big deal. Hey, what's going on? Ha, ha, ha. We're having a conversation. Mommy, can I ask you a question, Mommy? Can I have the whoop-de-whoop? little kid walks up to her and i guess it's her kid i'm like oh you know she has a kid not a problem not a problem you know i greet the kid hey little man hey what's going hey sir this is an old friend of mine okay mommy's friend okay great fantastic i'll be right back and he runs around there's almost nobody in the store so it's okay for the kid to run around he's not a bad kid he's just looking at stuff doing what little kids do no big deal right so she starts talking about her little man and i'm like okay that's great okay cool 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 no big deal then she says the age of her little man. And I'm looking at her and she's talking about the school and he's this and he's that. And I'm still stuck on the age of her little man because I remember how long it's been basically since we were together because I remember our last two conversations those soul ripping soul crushing heart ripping conversations that ended the the relationship and her kids age and that time period line up really well ooh And she's being very nice to me. Hmm. And that kid's age is very similar to the time when we broke up. Ooh. Little kid comes back over. I look down at the little kid. And now I'm looking at the kid. And I have deep dimples on my cheeks. And I'm looking to see. I'm hoping this kid's going to smile so I can see if this kid has dimples. He's got the same color eyes as me. But that's okay. Brown eyes is pretty common. Pretty common. Pretty common, right? You know, you won't smile. And he runs away again. I can't get a good look at him. And she's talking. And another thing that's going on right now. That's all I can hear because I'm doing the math. I'm like, wait a second. The years. And his birthday party. She said his birthday party. I'm like, and I had to, whoop, I started paying attention to what she's saying again. And I want to hear and I try to draw her back. And then she tells me when his birthday is. And then uh, she's talking. And now I'm not paying attention to her anymore. I'm doing the math in my head. 
is going to be broke up at this year, and he is going to this And his father, and he said, she's open, and I started paying attention again. His father, he looks just like his dad because so now, so now I'm thinking, so that's not my kid. Hmm? Is this my kid? I know what she said, but sometimes people will, you know, they'll say his father, meaning the guy that takes over, you know, because she could be just as easy to go. His father. And by the way, his biological father is you. And then Maury Povich comes walking and you are the father. You know what I'm saying? So I'm listening to her and she goes, Andy, he just looks just like his father. So I'm kind of relieved there. Not because I, I didn't want to have a kid. But because I would have missed out on 10 years of this kid's life. And also, I would have like child support people jumping on me, making me look like a deadbeat dad when I didn't even know I had a kid. And now I know that I don't have a kid. But I'm right back to when the kid was born. When the kid was born, the birthday. Doing the math again. Doing the math. She's talking. And then she's talking and now I can't hear her voice at all because I realize when I do the math to when this kid was born, I do the math to when this kid was conceived. And when I do the math to when this kid was conceived, this kid had to have been conceived, been conceived near the end of our relationship, not after our relationship, but near the end of our relationship. And the kid's not mine. And if this kid was conceived near the end of our relationship and this kid's not mine, it means she was having sex with someone else at the same time she was having sex with me. I'm thinking I'm in a relationship and she's with another guy and she had a kid. Oh, man. Oh, now I'm a little bit angry and a little bit bummed out. Right. I'm not even enjoying this conversation anymore. Right. And I'm kind of looking at it like, oh, God, that whole time back then, I thought you were my girlfriend. I thought we were cool. And is this why you abruptly broke up with me? Because while you were sleeping with both of us, he got you pregnant. Huh? Now, I know how meticulous I was with the birth control and meticulous you were with the birth control, which means you weren't meticulous with the birth control with this guy. And you live in New York and it's not exactly hard to get the plan B pill in New York. It's not hard to get birth control in New York. It's not hard at all, which means you wanted to have the kid and you wanted to have that guy's kid. And now I'm looking at her. And she's talking, thinking we're still having a pleasant conversation. And I've climbed into a time machine and I've gone back in time. And now all of a sudden, just like if you were in a movie, memories start flowing back into your mind about little things that didn't mean anything back then to you. But now they mean something to you. Oh, man. Like back in the day when she would have girls night out, when she would go out with her girlfriends and she always called you when you got home or left you a message when she got home just so you wouldn't worry about her. Then all of a sudden she stopped doing that. Right. And you're worried about her because 
because you're wondering why she didn't leave a message. And then when you decided to ask her why she didn't leave a message, she was kind of curt with you, but you didn't think much of it at the time or the times when somebody would call your house, when we'll call her apartment when you were over there. Right. And this, she wouldn't pick up the phone. She'd pick up the phone and put it down real quick, being all secretive. And at one time you were at her house waiting for a phone call. One of your boys is supposed to call you over there to give you some information. So it was okay for you to pick up the phone. She didn't pick up the phone. You picked up the phone. You didn't hear anything on the other side of the phone and the phone was hung up. You didn't think much of it. You picked it back up. You star six, nine that the guy picked up the phone. Hey, he answered the phone. Hey, nobody answered the phone. Hey, if they don't recognize the number and he hears my voice, and he goes, oh, and he hangs up. I didn't think anything of it at the time because I was a trusting idiot. Didn't think anything of it at the time. Oh, no, I didn't think anything of a lot of things at the time. A lot of things, right? Like when, you know, you start seeing match books and places you didn't know she went. You didn't think much of it because she, she moves around a lot with a, with a job. But you didn't think much of it. But now all of a sudden, and these are just a couple of examples. There were truckloads of other things, little things like that that by themselves don't mean anything. But now that I know for a fact that she was letting another guy up inside her when I was going up inside her at the same time and she got pregnant with this guy and she had this guy's baby. And then I do some more math and I realize, okay, the amount of time it normally takes a woman to realize that she's pregnant right and i realized when i look back on it that's right around when she started being real mean to me right doing the kind of things that were like really hurtful and mean right and i didn't think much of it i just thought she was having a bad time or a bad day or something like that and i just kind of took it and i didn't realize she was really trying to get rid of me and then i did some more math and i realized right around the time when she couldn't when we started to get to the point where she wouldn't possibly be able to hide being pregnant for me where it didn't look like she just gaining a little weight but she didn't think she was having sex with somebody else she didn't really think about it and that's when i got that phone call and she abruptly blew me off and got rid of me She's still talking. And I'm looking at her. And I'm angry now because I'm thinking about, man, I told you and I told everybody that I ever go out with in the beginning of the relationship. If you don't want to be with me anymore, all you have to do is tell me, will it hurt my feelings? Yes. Will I be crushed? Yes. All I ask you to do just out of respect don't do anything with the other person till you just break up with me. I don't care if you break up with me and then drive over to that guy's house and that guy's all up in you all night. Just show me that respect because I would show you that respect. But apparently she did not show me that respect. Hmm. It's amazing. When you go back and you realize somebody can do something 10 years ago and it hurts you now, right? Little man walks back over and I have nothing against little man. He didn't do anything. And she's talking to bicket, the bucket, the bucket, the bucket. And I think she started to pick up on the fact that I'm really not paying attention to her. And then I could look in her face and I could see kind of like, oh, shoot. And kind of guilt wash over her face because she realized she told me when the kid was born. She told me the kid's birthday. She knows how smart I am. And she knows. Now, keep in mind, everything I just talked about just now for the past 15 minutes or so, all of this happened in my mind within fractions of a second. And she's the big, the book, the big, 
and she's looking at me and and I'm trying my best not to change my expression because the whole her letting some other guy go up in her and get her pregnant while she was letting me go up in her the whole uh, you can see the weight on her face as she realized what she had said and she realized how much information she had given to me and she realized I now know what she did see it happened the decade and change ago for her so she's moved on with her life she's done this she's been in different relationships that guy turned out to be a deadbeat dad as it turned out and all these other kind of things so you know life life happens even if you did something bad a long time ago because it's not in the forefront of your mind you're not really thinking about it and she didn't expect to see me and i didn't expect to see her right so she just saw somebody from her past Went back to the fact that it was 95% positive except for that last 5%. So she clicks in on that and we're having a pleasant conversation. And I was having a pleasant conversation with her even though she threw me in the trash can. No grudges. Still no grudges, but there's lots of disappointment now. See, for her it was 10 years ago or whatever it was. For me, it happened just now. Even though I haven't been with her in all that time, the betrayal I would have felt then, I'm now feeling now. It's not as bad. We probably would have been soul crushing back then. But now it's bum my day out. That's about the level of it. Maybe it might even like annoy me for a week or so. Oh, who am I kidding? Um, By the time I upload this crap, I'll probably be like, eh, whatever. It gave me an episode of the podcast. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but truth be told, it really did bother me. I was I was really bummed out in the car when I was driving home after that. Because, you know. I was just sitting there thinking, it's like, you know, you not only did you did you choose to have a baby with another dude while you were with me but you know i know her well enough to know that she doesn't do one night stand stuff she just doesn't do it she's not wired like that even though she cheated she's not wired for the one night stand thing it means to me she would have had to have been dating that guy for a while behind my back before she even went to bed with him and then she would have to have been going to bed with him for a while before she decided okay he got me pregnant you know what i'm keeping it so the betrayal lasted for a long time. And when you're when you when a person earns your trust, you give them the benefit of the doubt. And even when little things happen here or there, because they have the benefit of the doubt, it's like a record that gets expunged when you become an adult. Yeah, you stole a car when you were 13, but you're 25 now, nobody knows about it. Right? Nobody holds that against you what you did when you were 12. You don't hold it against her when she doesn't call. When she comes back, when she's going on going a girl's night out, you don't pay attention. Now, maybe she was just tired and didn't feel like calling. Maybe that matchbook from that hotel or whatever. Maybe she does do work on the road, but some stuff. Maybe she was doing some stuff, whatever. All these little things that happened. The phone call could have been anybody. Everybody gets cranked phone calls and wrong phone numbers. All these things. But when you look back and you stack them together, you realize, no. She was nailing that guy in that hotel. That was that guy calling because he didn't know I was going to be there. Right? She didn't call on her girl's day, uh, girl's night out because it wasn't a girl's night out. Her girlfriends were coming for her while she was with that dude. 
And even right now, several hours after finding this all out, it still bothers me. And I'll be honest with you, even though I'm recording this podcast episode and I've said many, many uh, embarrassing things to you guys. And I've told many personal things to you guys. I was very, very seriously considering not even talking about that because it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to think that at one point in my life, I was that dumb. You know, you watch a television movie and you see a guy like you watch an episode of Law and Order. And I remember this episode of Law and Order where this lady was married to this guy who was a hitman for the mob and literally hid bodies in a freezer in the in in the garage of their house. She didn't know. This guy's choking people, stabbing people, shooting people, setting people on fire, chopping them up. She didn't know. Legitimately, she didn't know. You see it all the time. How did you not know your husband was a? And I was one of those people. How did you not know your husband was a? Well, how did I not know that my girlfriend was dating another guy for a long period of time, sleeping with a guy for a long period of time, get pregnant by another guy while she's having sex with me? How did I not know back then? How dumb was I? If it was somebody else telling me that story, I would be compassionate to them. I would be compassionate to them. I would counsel them because they were my friend. Right. And I would say, look, you you can't blame yourself for the way somebody else acted. They took advantage of your kindness and your trust. They're the one that did the wrong thing. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't betray them. You didn't have sex with anybody else. You treated them good all the time. I can't tell you to let it go because you can't just let feelings go like that. You got to feel them. You got to feel them and you got to let them take their course. But what I would suggest is don't allow what this person did to kill a part of you. Don't allow what that person did make you automatically just distrust the next lady because you're going to probably at some point run across someone who's cool. Someone who really wants to be with you. Someone who's trustworthy. Someone who would never across her mind to date somebody else, to sleep with somebody else, to have a baby with somebody else. They don't even, not only would they not do it because they didn't want to be disrespectful to you, but they wouldn't want to do it because it would be disrespectful to them, because it would say something about their character. And more importantly, the whole idea of doing that would be disgusting to them. Something they'd never even consider. I would say to that person, look, Listen, you didn't have a kid with this person. You see what her character was like. You dodged a bullet because you would have been stuck with the person with that character and those behavior patterns and those decisions and that decision making skills and those morals. You would have been stuck with them for a minimum of 18 years, most likely for your rest of your life. Be glad you weren't married to this person because if she did that and you were married to her, you'd have a long, painful divorce. You'd have to divvy up assets and pay, make payments or whatever. Just be glad that didn't happen. I know it sucks and I know it sucks right now because you look back and you think about how you were betrayed and how horrible it was. And you realize that the person that she was then was really not a good person. It was just horrible to you to be to be to be to be that way to you but you have to forgive 
as painful and as embarrassing as it is, you have to forgive. And when I say forgive, I don't mean act like it didn't happen. Because now you know that it did, beyond a shadow of a doubt. When I say forgive, I mean don't allow this person, after the feeling of discomfort and being embarrassed and the pain and the anguish, after those things subside and get to the point where either you know, they, they, they to the point where it's just slightly annoyed when you remember it to the point where it's not that big of a deal to the point where it's just information about something that happened in the past, like a flat tire, because that's going to happen at some point when some time passes. When I say forgive, I mean, don't allow this person and what this person did in the past to damage you in the future with your choices and your behaviors. Don't allow that. Learn and move on. That's what I would say to my friend. And I'm saying this to you. And I'm also saying this to me. And I'm saying to her, I forgive you. I do. I'm forgiving you a kick in the ass. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding about that part. (laughs) But I do forgive her. You know, it was a horrible thing to do. And uh, I'm still, even though this was a few, this was several hours ago that I found this out. I'm still, I'm still a little bummed out. Um, and I realized what a bullet I dodged because I have no diseases and I don't have a kid with someone who would do something like that. So I know in the course of a human being's life, people that are listening to me, and I know like half of my audience is young. This may happen to you and older people. This crap already happened to you. All I'm saying is don't let it mess up your entire life. It sucks. It hurts. It blows. But don't let it affect you. The pain and the embarrassment will go away and you will be fine. I promise. Well, folks, this has been episode number 374 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. I just want to thank you very, very much. Uh, for stopping by. I know this is a little more serious than normal, but when something, when you find out something like that and it bums you out and kind of ruins your day, you kind of want to get it off your chest. And I knew that you guys would, something like that probably happened to some of you out there. And I want you to let you know that you're not alone and that uh, your brother from another mother, S. Anthony, has been through it and um, I'm working through it myself. And you'll be fine because now that I've recorded this, I'm feeling a lot better. So thank you for listening. I will see you again next time, you bastards. And now let's say goodbye the way we always say goodbye. Let's do it on the count of three. Are you ready? Are you going to do it with me? Of course you are. Let's do it. One, two, three. S. Anthony out. Here.